Mundane Mystic is a podcast chronicling the adventures, both mundane and magical, of a suburban witch. That's me, your hostess, Jenna Fox. Do you ever just have something that's been rattling around in your brain for months on end, something that you want to talk about, but you can't quite seem to get the words correct. Well, that's something that I have been thinking about in the last couple of months since I've actually been on hiatus from podcasting or really using my voice in an out loud way. Um, I do talk with my friends. I'm obsessed with the Marco Polo app because it's been a way for me to do video chatting with my friends without setting aside, you know, a block of time to have a childcare and then, you know, have my Skype all set up and, you know, my headphones and stuff. And so Marco Polo app has been an amazing way for me to kind of have the ongoing dialogue with my friends. We kind of, we've started to joke that our friendship, our conversations are kind of our favorite podcast podcasts um, now as they're just this ongoing dialogue with each other. And I find all of the the people that I, I chat with um, to just be so brilliant. But to give me to give you guys some context for what I wanted to be talking about today, a few months ago, and I want to say at this point, it was probably like February, March. I mean, it's been several months that I have been rattling around with this idea of wanting to talk with y'all about boundaries and the way that the conversation of boundaries shows up in I'm really heavily in the tarot community, the new age spiritual um, people who consider themselves witches. Um, so that would also be like in the astrology community, mostly on Instagram. Um, but I think that it's something that people are sharing and talking about who don't necessarily consider themselves a tarot reader or a witch or even really that spiritual. Um, and so as I've been thinking about it, I've been really struggling for how to frame these um, these conversations or frame my um I don't want to say concern because concern feels um, maybe too heavy of a word for how I feel about the way information is shared online. Um, But so, yeah, to give some context, I am a mental health counselor. And so a lot of what I um, bring to the way that I see the world is really influenced by counseling and thinking about counseling sessions and thinking about Um, relationships that people have and thinking about things like um, family dynamics and um, some of the work of like family therapists and other like kind of like group therapists for how people interact with each other as well as I'm really informed in the way that I see the world coming from the perspective of being raised in evangelical Christianity. So one of the things that I have been really thinking about in the last couple of days and figured that Leo season, the beginning of Leo season would be a good time to kind of launch back into using my voice, even if it's a little bit uncomfortable and even if it's a little bit vulnerable, is this idea that I feel like in a lot of ways, tarot, astrology, new age spirituality, witchcraft, community online, and even I would broadly um, kind of expand that out to the social justice movement online starts to feel for me 
um, like a throwback, a callback to purity culture of the evangelical Christian um, movement that I was raised in. And so it has taken me a long time to kind of find the words to link those two, but it is something like once it kind of, you know, like a Tetris piece sort of settled into place, I was like, oh, this is maybe why I struggle with memes shared online, or I struggle with what feels like cancel culture, or like I just can't do anything quite right. And so I want to I wanna share a little bit about what I mean by purity culture. So growing up, when I was a teenager, um, I would say even back as far as like a pre-adolescent, um, but especially when, especially when I was a teenager and even into my early 20s in college, I was really involved with evangelical Christianity, which had this um, pretty strong focus on sexual purity. And that is not something that is new or special to um, evangelical Christianity. I have a feeling that many Christian sects or denominations um, across the board, including, you know, like Mormonism, Catholicism, I'm sure Orthodox Christianity, that there's this idea that... Um, sexual activity before one is married is considered impure, right? Is considered taboo. And so there was um, many Bible verses <laughs> that people would throw um, out in sermons, in youth group, and it was just kind of floating around in the water of, or, you know, or the air that I was breathing. Sometimes I, sometimes I think of myself as a fish and thinking that I, you know, just like breathe water, but swimming in the water, right, is this idea of purity. And there is a couple of different thoughts around theology and how one approaches God or one approaches salvation or how one is able to kind of be um, accepted into the fold. And the message that I grew up with was that um, being worthy of salvation or being um, cleansed from sins or pure was like an arrow being shot into a bullseye. And so there's this idea that it was um, the goal, the boundaries, right? The boundaries that I needed to set for myself and the boundaries that I needed to set for others um, and that others should be setting for themselves were to stay um, sexually pure before marriage, which would mean not to have um, sexual intercourse, heterosexual, um, and certainly not homosexual behavior before marriage, right? Um, homosexual behavior, being queer um, in any way was um, considered even more taboo than having um, heterosexual sex. So for someone like me who identifies as queer, who has known that I've been bisexual since I was a young, a young person, you know, I just knew that that was off the table, that I could not um, engage in any sort of activity that was with um, a girl or, you know, a woman as I grew up. Um, and that if I were to be with a boy or a man, that I would have to wait until I was married. But one of the things that happened with this purity culture was it wasn't just enough to wait until you were married in order to have sex on your wedding night. There was sort of this upping the ante. 
And I'm not sure if it was new while I was in college in the early 2000s. So, you know, 2001 to 2005 was when I was in college. I'm not sure if it was new um, or if it was just I became more aware of it. Um, But there was this idea of I there was a book that was published by Joshua Harris and it was called I Kissed Dating Goodbye. And it was this idea that it wasn't just good enough to wait until you were married to have sex, that it was the the purity required or the the sought after was this idea of like no hand-holding, no kissing, no um, close touching, no, of course, nothing that would lead up to sexual intercourse, right? No making out, no foreplay, like nothing. Nothing was the ultimate standard, right, of purity. And I'm noticing or I'm experiencing in my body when I see um, the conversations around boundary setting in the culture at large, but specifically, I'll talk about the spiritual community this that I'm in online, is that it feels very much to be informed in the same way that these conversations that were had or just assumed or required of us when I was in evangelical Christianity. Christianity. And this was the idea of, you know, um, canceling people, if they were having behavior that you could not agree with, um, really kind of this this idea of going back to a pure state of pre the fall of Adam and Eve, going back to this like paradise of, um, you know, the Garden of Eden myth. And in so many ways, I've just been reflecting as, you know, the world feels really, really tumultuous right now. And I know that it has been that way um, for a long time. There's climate control, um, climate change conversations happening. Um, there is the migration crisis at the border with kids being in cages. There's the 2020 um, election on people's minds. There is, you know, um, big corporations that hold a lot of money and treat their their workers unfairly. There is rampant sexual um, assault and misogyny and patriarchy. And there's all of these different conversations that are happening about so many different things that it's not like when I was an evangelical Christian and the conversation was just merely about sexuality. But there's all of these different things. And what I'm starting to feel like is that there the game has that the ante has been upped a little bit. That I'm in a situation, I'm in a community where I'm trying to figure out the rules and how to um, engage with people. And I'm noticing what I feel to be this idea that um, I could be canceled at any minute, that somebody could set up a boundary against me um, because of something that I've said. And so whereas before it was just sexual purity and protecting sexual purity, I now feel like there's this idea that 
as a culture, we're trying to go back, the, even this idea of healing, right? I was having this conversation with a really good friend of mine about the concept of healing and that the idea of healing seems to be to kind of wall off and protect ourselves from any more quote unquote damage that might happen as we interact with other flawed humans but also to kind of rewind the clock and go back to a point at which we were unblemished, we were unharmed, we were unimpacted by other flawed humans, um, either through um, horrific abuse or just, you know, an inability to kind of communicate with somebody in a way that feels like really good and healthy, right? So, um, so I'm thinking about all of these things just as I'm having conversations or I'm watching people. I've spent a lot of time in cancer season and even before that feeling like I was just observing and I was really struggling to feel like I could um, talk with anybody. But I'm but I'm now at this place where I want to have a conversation. I want to open up and have these conversations around what are boundaries for Um and originally, I had planned to frame the boundary conversation with the tarot cards. Um, often in the, the tarot community, when we look at a tarot spread, we think about um, the major arcana cards, and then we think about the four suits. And often the suits of swords, specifically, I would say like the two of swords and the queen of swords are um, kind of the, the cards that are that are picked out as being like really good and informative for how people should set boundaries. And I was going to talk about some other cards, but really mostly all of the cards, right? Like each of the 78 cards in the tarot are boundaried in their own way. Um, they have an edge to them, which means that that card contains the energy of that um, specific card and that it doesn't blend into the next card, right? It is contained. So if I'm thinking about, um, I was really wanting to talk about the strength card and how the strength card is usually depicted with um, a figure who's holding open um, the mouth of like a lion or sometimes it's a bear or a tiger or some other kind of wild creature. And there's this, this um, relationship that they have with this, with this wild animal and thinking about that card as it pertains to this this concept of boundaries. And certainly when I'm talking about boundaries, I would never consider the idea that we should not have boundaries, right? Like our whole life, if, if a boundary is something that holds space for this being this versus that being that, right? Like my skin is a boundary and it's held by gravity and all of the other, you know, elements that hold my skin so that my my bones and my organs and my muscles and all the tissue doesn't just come like exploding out of my form, right? And so to have a boundary is really necessary for me to be me and to <laughs> interact with the world. Um but what does that mean? And how does that impact um, our relating to other people? Like when you think of the word boundaries, what do you think of? Do you think of a wall? Do you think of 
a hole? Do you think of a castle with a moat? Do you feel like there? it's a fence or an invisible fence, right? Or like an electric dog uh, shocking fence or horse fence like my parents have around their property so that the horses don't um, escape. So like when you think of boundaries, what do you think of? And when you think about community and what is it, um, what does it mean um, to be a part of a community or to be hoping for something? So it's not surprising to you all, I'm sure, that I identify as pretty liberal, right? Um, I live in the United States and I'm a queer woman and I am a professor and I'm a tarot reader and I'm a witch and I'm an adoptee. And so there's a lot of things that I really care about that fall under the liberal spectrum. And yet I notice in conversations that there seems to be this flavor around social justice or even thinking about like the the election coming up, right? And it's like, if I support candidate A and everybody else is supporting candidate B, there's sort of a canceling of me, even within this group that says that we all hold the same values or similar values, which brings up that feeling for me that I had when I was an evangelical Christian and I lost my virginity before I was um, married or coming out and being like in a position where my family doesn't accept me because I am not straight right? They could forgive at one point one sin or quote unquote one sin because I turned my life around and I was heading towards this alignment with this pure path, right? Of a of a going back and kind of an erasure of the blemishes on my soul. And so I'm thinking about all of these things and how purity culture seems to have just evolved differently, right? And it's like, it makes me wonder if we can ever really um, escape some of these systems for how humans interact with each other. It's similar to when I show my students the the documentary 13th about, um, it's on Netflix if you haven't watched it. It's really great and gives kind of an introduction to the 13th um, Amendment and how we may see it um, as this great thing, emancipation of slaves, but built into the 13th Amendment is this loophole, which then was exploited and was then <laughs> created to have, you know, the first... Um, prison boom, mass incarceration, and this idea that, okay, prison industrial complex and mass incarceration that has um, disproportionately affected um, African Americans in the United States is now kind of morphing into the crimmigration system where we're having this border crisis and we call them detention centers, but they're prisons for immigrants who are seeking asylum. Um, and so just kind of how something can can morph and change and mutate kind of like a cancer. And so I'm thinking and I'm experiencing some of this in um, the spiritual community, specifically on Instagram, where it starts to feel like people are towing a party line 
And then if anyone has any sort of dissenting or other um, things or just they share something, but and it doesn't quite match what everyone else is saying kind of in a consensus way. It's not like there's like a specific leader who's saying everyone must say this, right? It kind of is like a collective consensus that it feels like there's ostracism or this person is in until they kind of make a mistake and then they're out, right? Or even the opposite of that, of not the in out is the like obsession with who's in and some of this has created my frustration because it feels like you know I would I would open up my app and I would see the same meme um reshared by like 15 16 25 people right um so maybe I should get off Instagram and do some other things in my life like read a book right or go for a walk but sometimes I wonder when I when I see those things, it reminds me of the same fundamentalist behavior that I engaged in, right? So when all I was doing was talking about the how I kissed dating goodbye, or I was spurring my friends on to be um, even more pure, even more, um, you know, Christian in their actions, is, is that the same thing that is happening in the tarot astrology spiritual witchy world right and I don't have really good answers for that it's just something that I've been thinking about and something that I'm kind of wanting to open up a dialogue in is and not everyone has uh, I'm going to use the word escaped right and that maybe sounds a little bit dramatic but not everyone has escaped from the purity culture of evangelical Christianity and so maybe not other people aren't um, aware of how some of this languaging um, is comes across to others right but it's something that I've been really thinking about is what do I want boundaries for what do I want healing for what is actually the goal for living in this human existence um, and of course when I say that I do not mean that I'm condoning abuse Right. I'm not I'm not saying that I think that you need to talk to your shitty dad, partner, brother, grandma, aunt, mom, sister, best friend from, you know, fourth grade. Right. If it doesn't feel safe. But it's just making me think about um, those 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 ways that we can engage with the world. And are we taking um deeper a deeper look at where things come from and how things perhaps evolve um, I want to be I think in relationship to the world like that strength card um, where it takes a delicate um, dance to be able to be close enough to the lion or the tiger or the bear um, without being eaten alive. Um, but for me, I feel like my goal with life is to not hide myself away. Um, and yet, of course, when I'm, <laughs> you know, uh, coming across things that make me feel uncomfortable or, um, worried or scared or anxious right I have that idea of like oh, I want to run away or I just want to block this out or and so I'm not saying that those things are bad I'm just asking this question of like is our goal to stay in a pure state is our goal to stay unblemished or to rewind time to go back to a time when we weren't 
um, hurt or traumatized? Like, what is our goal? Um, and how do we and how do we get there? And do we all agree on what um, the definitions are for, you know, boundaries and for healing and for, you know, this thing that we call life? So um, I'm curious your thoughts on this topic. I feel like when I share and when I talk in this way, um, that it is sometimes like a spider web of information. It is <laughs> fragmented and not in a linear fashion. And so um, I hope that you all took something away from this or maybe it gave you more questions than answers, which is totally fine because that seems to be uh, where I am with it. I just couldn't help but share how my experience in my life with purity culture has made me um, trepidatious in engaging with the spiritual and social justice community online because it seems like there are some deeper rules that are at play than maybe everyone is consciously aware of. So reach out to me on Instagram um, in my DMs or send me an email if you want to carry on this conversation further.